Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Cover Season. It's your boy D-Dub, and I'm here with my guy. You already know, Easy Ollie, what's going on, everybody? Uh, this episode, definitely, we got to go over what happened on the draft last weekend. Um, mm-hmm. It was a different draft, of course. Everything was, you know, pretty much virtual uh, as far as, you know, the, the selections. And it was actually a pretty smooth process. There was no hiccups. Uh, draft mode 2.0. 2.0. It um, was pretty good. Uh, but let's start off with the draft losers um, from this year, man. Who, who do you have as a, a, a loser um, for this uh, draft? Man, this, I mean, to be honest, I felt like this draft was um, th- this dra- this draft was uh, fairly decent. Fairly decent. I feel like the a lot of the teams did, did great, but starting off with the losers, oh, man. The Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers shot themselves in the foot. Um, uh, the fact that they they went for a quarterback in the first round. It, 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 I'm not saying it's the, it, it's the end of the world, but if you if you don't have no expectations, why did you go so? Do you really see Jordan Love as the man, the future for? I mean, are you going to do another Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers situation where he's going to sit on the bench for the next 10 years. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy uh, when you think of it, that aspect. And they didn't, they didn't address anything. They didn't address their own line, their, uh, their defense. It was just a, they didn't have such a great draft. Let's put it that way. What do you think, Ali? Um, I, I think, uh, the, the pick of Jordan Love is just a little bit, um, you know, too early. too much. No, I think it was okay. I was fine with, with them picking up Jordan Love because, Aaron Rodgers is going to be 37 years old. You know, I love Aaron Rodgers. I think he's the best football quarterback I've ever seen in my life. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's he's that good. Uh, but at some point, the wheels are going to fall off and you're going to need to replace him. So I'm okay with, uh, you know, getting another quarterback. Uh, mm-hmm. The problem I have is they didn't invest in any other weapon for, for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they mm-hmm. didn't add another wide receiver um, in a draft full of wide receivers left and right. Um, mm-hmm. I think that that, to me, shows that they want to play a different style um, than what we're used to them playing. Uh, they want to mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, run the football and, and pound it out. I think, to me, that's their goal moving forward. Uh, I don't like it. I'm just, you know, not a big fan of it. Do I see Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? Uh, this season, yes, I do. I think he's their quarterback for at least two more years. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, to me, I think that they just should have done a better job trying to, to get some more weapons for Aaron Rodgers because clearly uh, last year uh, that was the issue. That was one of their main issues, uh, not having anybody um, to, to, to make plays outside of uh, Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams. Uh, mm-hmm, but you mm-hmm. know, w- we'll see what happens. I don't think that they had a, a, a very good draft. Um, the team that I do think sucked, uh, was the Texans, the Houston Texans. Uh, they didn't have a first round pick. They didn't try to get a first round pick at all. Um, but the first pick that they did get, uh, Bladelock, Blacklock, um, from TCU, I, it was okay. Uh, you needed to replace DJ Reader. I think there were plenty of other options. Uh, we saw Neville Brown mm-hmm. slip all the way down to the Cowboys. Uh, I think that the the Texans, they need a GM. I don't think that they're a very strong uh, front office right now. 
um, and it showed in the draft. Uh, I don't think that they addressed any of their needs. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they implement their system with some of the pieces that they did get. I mean, I'm just not a fan of what they did in the draft. No, you're absolutely right. And uh, they didn't even fight for a first-round pick. Like, they didn't even try. And they, they only, uh, with the positions that they have, like, first of all, they really, like I said, uh, shot themselves in the foot um, with that trade of DeAndre Hopkins and not getting any real value for him. Um, that Like, that was, that, was, that, that was the craziest thing ever. And then, you know, this year, you, you only have one pick in the second round, one pick in the third, and just two in the fourth and one in the fifth. You, you lost two other rounds, like solid rounds where you should have been picking up, especially in the sixth and in the first. Like the sixth, you can get a you get in a Tom Brady. And in the first, you can pick up and you could have picked up a solid, solid, solid offensive lineman, um, which you didn't. And the, you waited all the way to the fourth round. I think the offensive line need, needs a lot of help. Um but yeah, they they're not doing any justice in getting uh, and, any and, kind and of protection. They do that. For they Deshaun went to Watson. the offensive. They went to the offensive line in the fourth quarter, and that's after giving Laramie Tunsil the biggest contract for a tackle. I mm-hmm. I just you know I they need help in that front office, man. Yeah, they do. But you know what other you know what other team also had a, a bad draft. The Rams, the Los Angeles Rams, did not have a good draft. Um, it's is 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 they didn't they didn't address the issues that they needed to. Um, at the end of the day, I think the Rams could have done a way way better job, especially with two picks in the you know the second round and two picks in the third round. I mean, you you, you went after a running back because you know you lost Todd Gurley, you know Cam Akers. It's a solid pick. I'm nobody's mad at it. But at the end of the day, that's not the only position that needed some help. You needed to address the offensive line. You also needed to, um, I mean, gl- I'm glad they went after a receiver, but Van Jefferson from Florida, I feel like that was a little bit of a reach. I think they could have got, they, they could have traded up and, you know, went for uh, a solid uh, offensive weapon if they were going to go for a wide receiver in, in the second round. Um, uh, yeah, for man. me, for me with the for me with the Rams, I think they they're a little bit in the same boat as is the Texans in terms of uh, you you gave up so much the last couple of years, um, and they so had a lot of they picks. had a lot of picks. They had a lot of picks and, this year, and they just gave them away to different teams. and And to me, this was their first year of feeling that 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 loss. Um, like you said with the Cam Akers pick, I think they could have done better. Uh, mm-hmm. with at running back. Uh, but I mean, you know, Jamar Taylor slipped down. Uh, I think he was a he would have been a, a better option uh, for them at running back to replace Todd Gurley. Uh, but offensive line, man, they you know you have to protect your investment in Jerry Goff. And I know people, I you know, I'm a big fan of Jerry Goff. I like his style of play. I like how he, uh, you know, has progressed over the last couple of seasons. Um, even though he had an okay year last year. Um, I think you have to protect him. Uh, you have to be able to protect your running back and create holes for him. And to me, that's what they're lacking. Uh, defensively, they lost a lot, but I think they did okay. Uh, you know, not only what they did in the offseason, uh, but, you know, I think that they're going to be okay defensively. They still have Aaron Donald. They still have Jalen mm-hmm. Ramsey. 
Uh, so, you know, I think they have cornerstone pieces on that defense. And when you have elite players like that, mm-hmm. other guys follow suit. Other guys yeah, will always yeah, follow right. suit. Other guys will always start to play better when those two core guys are playing better. Um, but to me, I think they just need to do better offensively. Uh, Van Jefferson, I don't mm-hmm. like the pick. I don't think he fits their team. I don't think that's, yeah, what, me too. that's what they need. Um, when they let I, go I, of Brandon I, Cooks, I thought they were okay because they still have uh, Josh Reynolds. And mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. me, I think he's sort of kind of like a faster version, uh, a better route runner of uh, what uh, Van Jefferson is. And to me, I think, like you said, it's a reach going after Jefferson. I just don't see him as a good fit for this team. So, like, I mean, let's go back. Let's just go back to their their first pick, Cam. I mean, Cam Akers is is a, is a solid pick, but they could have got a J.K. Dobbins. You know, I feel like he could have been a, a banger, and he slipped down to a little bit after to um <clears throat> the net the 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 uh, the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, the Ravens. They use. So that could have been a steal for them right there, but they 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 rushed it on that. But the 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 reason, real reason, I'm mad because they had so many picks and it was way like you had a solid nine picks, yeah, you know, eight eight no sorry one, yeah nine picks. They had nine picks in the draft and they didn't address the key areas. With you know with two picks in the second round, I feel like those two picks really hurt them. And I feel like in the third and fourth, the third, fourth, and seventh round, they were trying to play makeup and and you know picked up a linebacker, Clay Johnston, and then you know going after a, a kicker for in, in the set. Come on, man! Even though it's a it was a comp pick from the Texans, you could have used that. You could have really, really used that. Um, but it is what it is. And for the next team, the Cardinals. Oh, I said the Cardinals. Um, the Seahawks. They did not have a good draft. They did not have a good draft at all. It was terrible for them. Um, I feel like they could have addressed some key um, pieces, especially uh, offensively with the line. Could have at least helped your boy out. Um, I understand he's, you know, MVP caliber, but at the same time, you need to address that offensive line. You waited until the third and the fourth round to go after um, some offensive linemen. But the real, the real thing is, is the, you know, you have to see what's going on how you're going to put some depth in the running game. And they did that. That was their solid key piece right there with, you know, DeAndre Swift. But at the end of the day, not a, not affecting the offensive line quick enough, I don't think was a great a great move for the Seahawks. Um, the wide receiver position, you also waited till, you know, the fifth round to try and catch something. I understand, you know, you, got, you have a solid offensive weapon that has been playing very well, but when you're talking about the future and you're looking at depth at the wide receiver position, other than your number one, who do you have? Exactly. Well, I mean, I mean, DK Metcalf did play well at the end of last year going into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And I I like Tyler Lockett. I think Tyler Lockett is, is Russell Wilson's favorite target. Um, they did address tight end, um, in the draft. And they also did in the off season with getting Greg Olson, uh, as a free Mm -hmm. agent. Uh, but to me, uh, I- I'll just go back to offensive line. Um, for the better part of his career, Russell Wilson has not have a- had an offensive line, and to me, they uh-huh. had they were in perfect position at the back end of the first round and yep, to, get, to get somebody the second round. Yeah, to get a, a offensive lineman, and there were a lot of still very good offensive linemen 
uh, available. You see, like, uh, a team like the Redskins, I think, you know, maybe fourth or fifth round, they got Sadiq Charles. Uh, so, you know, there was talent at the, you know, high level of talent on the offensive line still available, and they whiffed on that. Uh, to me, that's why I have them as losers, because I know Russell Wilson has been damn good. He's been the uh, MVP type of player, even with a bad offensive line. But as he gets older, all of that movement that he does is going to start slowing down. So he's going to be playing in the pocket a whole lot more. So to me, you need to protect that. No, um, you're right. You're right. Also, to me, I think they should have done a better job in the secondary um, in this draft. Uh, they did address the edge, um, you know, in case uh, Jadavion Clowney uh, doesn't return. Uh, so they did a good job addressing some players on the edge. But I definitely think that the secondary needed a boost. Um, and to me, those two pieces right there, offensive line and secondary, they didn't get addressed. And that's why, to me, I think the Seahawks are a loser. Uh, but, you know, it's the same thing with the Bears. Uh, you know, that's our next team, which mm-hmm. I think was a lo- they're losers because they, they failed to address key positions. Uh, I know they got that tight end was their first pick. Uh, you got a Komet, yeah. Uh, you know, I know they got him, but it's like, why'd you need him? You still have Trey Burton. You still have Adam Shaheen on the team. So why did you waste your first pick on that? Also, mm-hmm. to me, I think they needed to address depth at the wide receiver position. Uh, Allen oh, Robinson, right. he had an okay year. He needs some help. And I know they had a lot of faith in Anthony Miller. They thought he was going to step up, and he wasn't. You know, I did think they had a good pick in Jalen Johnson, but outside of that, uh, Vildor, I'm not really sold on him. Uh, you know, their offensive line, they, they didn't really address it uh, to me. Uh, I think they needed to do that and the running game. Uh, you know, I think that's where they needed their biggest boost, the running game and, and offensive line, and they failed to address those positions. You're right, and um, I really think that they really didn't address the offensive line like they, they should have. But what they did do, which I did like, was address the cornerback position, especially with, you know, Prince, you know, leaving and his departure. You know, they were able to get a solid pick in Jalen Johnson. And they also, you know, got another backup and killing uh, a Kindle Vildor, uh, the corner from Georgia Southern. But when you got a, when you got Bitch Trubisky and then you got uh, Nick Foles coming in, you you got two guys who have who, well one coming off an injury and one didn't have a solid year. Uh, and who are the guys in front of them? You got an injury prone guy that you don't know that. Um, I can't say injury prone. That that's guys coming off injury. You need to protect him. And then you also got a young quarterback that you know is coming off another his his rough year. You got to protect him as well too. That that front that you got needed work, and I feel like you could have addressed that with the first pick in the second round. There were still some still some solid tackles that you you could have got or, or or guard. But I mean, like I said, the only thing that I liked that they did was address the corner position. I didn't think the Bears had a good um a good draft. But with that. That's the end of the first half. Um, go take a seat, have a drink. We'll be right back. All right, everybody, second half, we're back. Uh, let's get right into the winning part of this segment. Uh, we talked about the losers. Uh, let's talk about some winners, man. Let's some start with the teams. Baltimore Ravens. Ooh, ooh. 
The Ravens. They dominated this draft. They came up. Um, they came up hard body. It started. It started with the with the off season. They made great additions in the off season. They just kept it going in in, in this draft. Uh, you look at what they did getting Patrick Queen. Uh, I, I, I just, why the hell JK would Dobbins. anybody anybody JK just allow? <laughs> why would anybody just allow the Ravens to get the fucking second best linebacker in the draft? Uh, in my opinion, I mean it, mm-hmm. it's just it's just ridiculous that they got him that late. Uh, second. Um, they were able to get, as you alluded to, J.K. Dobbins, who I think is going to relieve a lot of pressure on on Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson running the football. You know, they said that at the draft. You know, they don't plan moving forward to have Lamar Jackson run so much mm-hmm. and they they be that big of a part of a running influence. You know, I just think they dominated, you know, left and right in this draft. They did, and they, they really sneaked it, especially the third round with Devin DuVernay from Texas. That was a sneaky pick. That Do you know what kind of offensive weapons they're going to have come next season? It's going to be crazy. Um, and they address, you know, some positions on the offensive line. They put some depth there. So this team is about to just get better than what the, we saw the last time. They came up hard body. And you know who else came up? The Cowboys. Oh, my God. I'm so mad right now because the Cowboys have an ugly situation going on with, the with you know, the quarterback situation and whole Jerry Jones, you know, not paying Dak. But... They were successful in the draft. I'm I'm happy for them. I hope this alleviates this situation. Pay the goddamn man. Um, if he's your franchise guy, you shouldn't be stringing him out like that. This ain't this ain't that commercial. Stop fishing out here. Come on, for real. Jerry Jones, pay the man. I think I, I think they did do a, a good job in this draft. Not only because they 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 found the need uh, that. Going into the draft, their biggest hole, which was cornerback, you know, being able to sneaky, uh, sneak up and get and get Trayvon Diggs from Alabama. I think, to me, that was their best pick. They um, got I know CD Lamb is the flashy pick. Offensive, I, offensive weapon to the team. That's what they did. They, I, 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 and I mean, I like that. I do, I do, I do. I like it. I, I'm okay with them getting CD Lamb, but they needed a cornerback, and they attacked. They did. They did. They Trayvon got. Diggs. They got uh, Trayvon Diggs. They were able to uh, get uh, Neville Brown, uh, Brown a, a few rounds later. And, you know, why in the world was he still available in the fifth round? I don't know. But they were able to pick him up. Uh, I think the Cowboys did what they were supposed to do as far as continuing uh, to add pieces to their core. Uh, they re-signed Amari Cooper. Now they have Gallup and they add Lamb, uh, which, like I said, is a shiny pick. It's not something that they needed. Uh, you know, something that, you know, was an opportunity. The opportunity fell to them and they took them as they should have. Uh, you know, I, I think the Cowboys addressed key holes. They also took a, a, a lineman. Um, I can't remember the, the lineman. I think it was, uh, Tyler Battis, I believe is who they picked up. Uh, you know, for the, they did a good job. They, Jerry Jones on that $200 million yacht that he was on, he wasn't playing games this year. Uh, he knows what affected them uh, last year. He knows the pieces that, you know, uh, they needed to add, and they did just that. Uh, I think the Cowboys, outside of the Ravens, uh, did the second best job in this entire draft. Mm-hmm. And with that, we go on to my next favorite, the Kansas City Chiefs. 
they beasted in this draft. And the fact that they, they their number one pick, Clyde Edwards Heller, they attacked it straight from the front. They said, We got a running back issue. We need we need to fill that gap and spot, you know, put put you know, put a plug in, in that uh, in that dam because that 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 spot's been iffy up and down for the last couple of years. We need something solid. And they went after a running back, which is exactly what they needed. They also came up in the second round. Willie Gay Jr., linebacker, to fill out that, you know, the defensive second front on, on the defense, that is a solid pick for them. They are going to have a great, great year come around. And the offense is coming back too, so there's nothing that they need to worry about. Everything is straight. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I do like what the Chiefs did because the Chiefs, um, the big thing, the big thing with the Chiefs coming into this season was, um, how many pieces did they need to add to what they already had? And when you coming in, when you're coming into a year after winning the Super Bowl, you have twenty of the twenty two guys coming back. What you need to do is just address depth, and you have to get quality depth and value. Um. I didn't think that running back was their biggest need. Um, to me, I thought that they should have uh, gotten an offensive lineman, which they did. Um, but I think to me, adding a running back with with what Edwards Hilaire brings is not only is it is it a a difference making your offense. You add a change of pace guy to what you have with Damian Williams. Um, it gives Patrick Mahomes another weapon. He's a he's a running back that can receive out of the backfield. He wasn't asked to block a lot at LSU, but he has the the, the ability to do it. And with Andy Reid as the head coach and Pat Benamy as the offensive coordinator, like there's no shortage of ways that they can use him. Uh, that pick to me reminded me of Brian Westbrook. Like, he is going to be utilized in that offense the way Brian Westbrook and the young LaShawn McCoy was used in Philadelphia with Andy Reid. And to me, it just spells disaster um, f- for the AFC West and the rest of the league, honestly. I think that, you know, speed, speed, speed is how the, the Chiefs operate. And they just added a new weapon. Um, Sneaking up and getting Willie Gay, I thought that was essential. Uh, to was. me, that was their biggest hole on their de- defense yep. was linebacker. And you add an athlete like that. Um, I think he's just very underrated coming out of Mississippi State. You sure. add an athlete like Willie Gay Jr., um, I think it spells out, you know, just damn near great, uh, you know, a great addition to this linebacking core. I think he's going to be a leader of this linebacking core moving forward, even at a young age. Um, I just think they, they, they did a damn good job in this draft. Yep, they did a very good job. And you know who else did a very good job in this draft? The Tampa Bay Bucks. Yo, they are going to look like a completely different team next year. I don't care what anybody says. They are revitalized. Um, Outside of the acquisitions of the the great Tom Brady, they went and they did exactly what they needed to do from straight up. They got this deal with Tristan Wars in the first round. That is... Is the fact that he even dropped all the way to number 13 is incredible. The, people were saying that it, the Giants might have picked him up first. But guess what? The um, the Bucks they got that pick. And then on top of that, a steal in the second round with Antoine Winfield Jr. Oh, to fill up this, the, 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 
the, the, the secondary is perfect. It's a steal for them. And they also went in the third round and added to the running back position to add some depth there as well and getting uh, Kashawn Vaughn from Vanderbilt. It's just beautiful. They're, they're about to look like a completely different team next year. And I expect great things, nothing but great things from Tampa Bay. I wouldn't be surprised if they win the South. Uh, to me, Tampa Bay, uh, I know, I know, you know, teams all the time do flashy moves in the offseason. Uh, we saw it a few years ago, uh, back in what, 2010 mm-hmm. or 2011 with the Philadelphia Eagle Dream Team. Mm-hmm. We saw it just last season with the, uh, with the Cleveland Browns. This is different because they just did what they needed to do. They're upgrading need. Mm-hmm. They, they're upgrading need. Yeah. Um, they needed a better play, better play at quarterback, and even though Tom Brady's older, he's still better than Jameis Winston. Uh, they needed to upgrade the offensive line, and they did just that, like you said, with Tristan Wirfs. Uh, they needed depth at wide receiver, even though they already have studs at wide receiver. They needed depth. They attacked that in the fifth round with, uh, I believe, fifth or sixth round with Tyler Johnson. Um, I think that they they added to what they already had on the defensive side of the football. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they uh, are comfortable with, with the pieces that they had. And all they really needed to do was add depth to this team. Um, I agree. I think I think the Buccaneers did a solid job, not only because they got Tom Brady in the offseason, um, but they just, they just met all the needs that they had with great value. They didn't do too much um, as far as giving pieces away to move up in the draft and, and, and reach for players. None of the players that they took were reaches. No, none of the, like, none of the papers were like, cheated. They, it's, it's, they really landed some solid pieces just as if, you know, it yeah, fell like, in their laps, to be honest. Like, they, they didn't they didn't try, yeah, they didn't try to do anything, too much. Any, yeah, they didn't do too much, but they got the essential pieces that they need. They did. And go ahead, Ali, finish it up. What, 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 was, what was the other uh, team that we had going, you know, being a, a winner in this draft? Yo, and and this is this is as unbiased as it could possibly be. Um, the New York Football Giants. Get it? It's been a very very long time that the New York Football Giants have dominated a draft in terms of of quality players. I think the last time that we saw them actually have like a really good draft was like 2010 mm-hmm. when they drafted Jason Pierre-Paul. Uh, that was like their last good draft. Um. They got need, and then they got a steal, and then they just kept getting needs after that. Um, Andrew Thomas, we talked about it last show. Uh, I said that I thought he was the most underrated tackle in the in the, in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because you know his team started losing, and we talked about that. Uh, you know he kind of went under the radar because of that because Georgia didn't finish strong. But damn it, he was the best tested overall player in the draft at tackle. Um, and then, of course, you look at what they got in the second round. My goal as a fan was that they got defensive playmaker, tackle, in that order. But they reversed it in the draft. They got tackle, and then they got a defensive playmaker. To me, outside of Chase Young and Isaiah Simmons, the third best playmaker in, on the defensive side in the draft was Xavier McKinney. Mm-hmm. And they, they got him. They he, got he him. Somehow, yeah, yeah, yeah. He slipped up by the, the grace way. of the football gods, he slipped down to, to the Giants in the second round, and they picked him up. Um, I just think that they did an overall good job. I know a lot of people are still worried about them. 
offensively because of the turnover situation with Daniel Jones. But I can promise you with the additions that they had in this draft, those turnovers are going to get cut down. They're going to be a better football team because of their draft this year. Um, they got great value steals in the in the seventh round. Carter Coughlin from Minnesota. Like, how the hell did he slip down to the seventh round? Um, and so, you know, to me, they, they crushed the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people harp on Dave Gettleman all the time. I've gone crazy on Dave Gettleman because of some of his decisions. But this draft... In my opinion, mm-hmm. he killed it. The Giants definitely killed this draft. Exactly, and they did. They did. They did exactly what they needed to do. You know, they addressed the offensive line. Um, they they got that a defensive weapon, like you said, Xavier McKinney, and they also added depth to the corner position. You know, you know how weak the corner position has been for the Giants. How many times we've been drafting high draft picks? I mean, yes, they. You know, they they tested. They they've lasted long, but. To have, you know, some more depth there, oh, man, it's just beautiful. Yeah, it's definitely, I think they definitely did a good job getting some cornerbacks uh, to add to the Xavier McKinney pick, um, some speed. Uh, so, you know, I think I think they did a, a damn good job this season. Uh, but, you know, speaking about winners, there are some teams that are definitely winners that we just didn't mention. Mm-hmm. And to me, I put them in the steal portion. Um, the steals. You wanted to talk about. You wanted to talk about two teams, the R's. Uh, go ahead. You know, tell me about those steals, man. Yeah, man. So for this draft, the steals. One, my favorite was the Raiders. They came through in the clutch. They did work in this draft. All right, with the amount of picks that they had, they uh, <clears throat> they were able to fill all their needs, and they're about to look like a completely different team. The Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, like I agree. They, they added a lot of speed. They 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 got speed. Exactly, right. exactly um, what 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 uh, they needed. They needed to surround their offensive talent with some more speed. That way, they can get the ball out quick and make those plays happen. You 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 know how John Gruden is and the plays that he likes to run: quick, snappy. Let's get down the field, and he's got that, especially with Henry Ruggs. Oh man. That's gonna be another another offensive weapon. I mean, the, they let go of Amari Cooper for so long ago, but you know, the fact that he's he, you have a, a replacement for that. You have a guy who's you know got that speed. Um, we it's gonna be a nice it's gonna be a whole different show up in Las Vegas. Uh, yeah, I I like what they did, especially getting uh Brian Edwards in the third round. Oh, I, yeah. I think that just solidifies that X receiver. On the outside, on the opposite end of Henry Ruggs. But look at Lin- and then, of course, you had Hunter Renfrew who could who could play in the slot. But look at um, but look at Lin- Bo- Bonin Jr. too from Kentucky. He's like he's a hybrid. You can yeah, do anything I, with him. So you can put a, him in the yeah, slot. You could put he, a, he's a do it all player. He's almost like a Tariq Hill. He, and and yeah, and to me, it's they added things to to go back and forth with the Chiefs. Like now they can literally challenge the Chiefs. Um, I think I told you. Uh, not only did they kill it, in my opinion, in the offseason with their additions, uh, you know, free agent additions, I told you their need to me was wide receiver and cornerback. And I know a lot of people are like, damn, they went and got Arnett, you know, over over some of the guys, you know, like over Trayvon Diggs and some of the guys in the draft. But to me, I think pick. it was a safe pick. Their corner, their, yeah, it was a safe pick. Their corners played okay last year. Uh, and, and to me, adding him 
to a defense uh, that you've retooled in the secondary. I think it's it's a safe pick. I think it was okay. Um, watch out for the Las Vegas Raiders, man. I'm I'm, I'm telling you now, they're gonna be a problem. They're gonna be a really really good team in, next year. Yep. And with that, we go on to the next team. Yo, this this one. Go ahead, Ali. Let them know. Um, it's it's simple. Uh, the, the Redskins did what they had to do at number two. Uh, they got the best player in the draft. Uh, we saw last year what happened when when the 49ers lucked up and got the best player to draft. He completely changed their defense. And that's to me, that's what's going to happen with the Redskins with the addition, addition of uh, Chase Young. Um, but why I have the Redskins as a steel team is because they did everything under the radar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, outside of the Chase Young, uh, the Chase Young pick, everything else was under the radar. Uh, I love the addition of Gandy Golden. I think he's going to be a very, very good weapon on the opposite end of, of Terry McLaurin. Uh, we talked about uh, earlier uh, about the, the sneaky un, uh, undrafted free agent addition of Thaddeus Moss. Thaddeus Moss. I just think steal. that they... That's a steal. I just think that they built this team the Ron Rivera way. Yes. They got solid players uh, from the top of the draft to the bottom. We saw that they made the trade for Trent Williams. And as soon as they made the trade for Trent, uh, they traded away Trent Williams. They had... Uh, uh, added Sadiq Charles mm-hmm. uh, from LSU, who I think is going to be big time. Uh, you know, he had a couple of off-field issues, which is why he dropped all the way down to them uh, that far down in the draft. Uh, but I think he's going to be he, he's going to be big for them. I think he's going to protect Dwayne Haskins. I think that they're one of the teams that had one of the most solid drafts. Um, and I think they're going to compete with, you know, all the teams in their division. I think the NFC East as a whole is going to be much better than people thought. And that's oh, going to yeah. be a dog it's, fight it's because be, every team got back. better. Football's coming um, back. Yeah, I think every team in that division got better. And and outside of the Cowboys and the Giants that killed the draft, mm-hmm. I think the Redskins had one of the best drafts in the league so far this offseason. Yep, yep. And you know who else had a good draft? The Chargers. I mean, I knew I, knew I, was, I was about to slum them before, but now that you know we're talking about it, the Chargers had a sneaky, sneaky draft. I mean... They addressed exactly what they needed to address um, at the quarterback position. They got Justin Herbert. And then on the defensive side, they went and filled that linebacker with Kenneth Murray from Oklahoma. That's exactly what they needed to do, and they went straight for it. It fell right in for them. Two first-round picks to address the two situations they need, one offensively and one defensively, and they did that. Oh, uh, yeah, and I, and I think them uh, trading up in the first round to come and get uh, Kenneth Murray was huge. Uh, that defense is already good. Exactly. They already have talent all over the place on defense. And, and all they do was, you know, all they did was just add to it. And I think he's going to be a, a, a very versatile and long-standing player for them, uh, you know, in the on the second level. I think they did crush the draft. They got Justin Herbert, which was a need. I don't think there's any pressure on Tyrod Taylor because – you know, he's been a backup for most of his career. And this is sort of kind of what he does. He bridge, He's like the bridge for other quarterbacks, you know, at this point in his career. He did the same thing for Baker Mayfield, and I think he's going to do the same thing again for Justin Herbert. He's going to come in, and he's going to maybe start a couple of games, and then we're going to see the reins get turned to, to Justin Herbert. Uh, I think they did a good job this draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also got to say the Colts did a damn good job. Uh, they keep filling needs left and right. 
Um, and and to me, a team like the like the Colts, even though they sneakily came up and got Jacob Eason from Washington in the later rounds, even even though you know they're a team with few needs, you can always keep adding depth, mm-hmm. and I think that's what they did, and that's why a team like the Colts, that's why they're gonna stay relevant in the next couple of years because they have a they you know they draft good players and they do solid things. Uh, during the off season, and I think that you know they're one of the teams that are gonna have a sneaky, sneaky year because of how good their draft was. Yeah, they, they, it was solid. Um, they did exactly what they needed to do. Um, especially defensively. Uh, late, late, even in the sixth round, like you know, address adding depth to the wide receiver, wide receiver position with Desmond Patman from Washington State. That's a that's a sleeper pick. Uh, nobody expected him to fall that that late. And and they and they did exactly what the, what they needed to do in filling in depth. And you know the offseason for them was was equally successful. And I think I think next season we're gonna see a completely different NFL. I, I really do. I really, new teams, new faces everywhere. It's gonna be a whole new game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think a lot of teams got better this offseason. Most definitely. Uh, you know, I think this. You know. This has been one of the better drafts in terms of talent in a very, very long time. Um, and, and I think that, you know, a lot of teams did get better. Um, but, you know, we're going to keep it short this week. We're not going to talk to y'all for over an hour like we did last, the last couple episodes. Uh, but you already know, it's your guy, Easy Ali. It's your boy, D-Dub. And we out.